0: Our second scripture for this morning is from Second Corinthians, chapter five, verses seventeen through chapter six, verse two. So, if anyone who is in Christ, there is a new creation. Everything old has passed away. See, everything has become anew. All this is from God, who reconciled us to himself through Christ, and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. That is, in Christ God was reconciling the world to himself, not counting their trespasses against them, and entrusting the message of reconciliation to us. So we are ambassadors for Christ, since God is making his appeal through us. We entreat you on behalf of Christ. Be reconciled to God. For our sake he made him to be sin who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. As we work together with him, we urge you also not to accept the grace of God in vain. For he says, at an acceptable time, I have listened to you, and on the day of salvation, I have helped you. See, now is the acceptable time. See, now is the day of salvation. Here ends the reading of the second scriptures for today. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Well, wasn't that wonderful?
1: Wow, that was so appropriate. We want to thank uh, Jim and Ruth Wilson for sharing in uh, song today. We uh, want to thank Jackie Bridges for her playing uh, the music. Uh, James with all the technical ins and outs that uh, he wrestles with. <laughs> so we uh, want to thank all the folks who came early today to uh, help with ushering and greeting and so forth. And that's what makes it all work. You know, you are allowed to clap. Yeah, you, can, you, you feel like clapping for these folks, <laughs> to say thank you. Uh, you're, we, we can still clap at least. <laughs> so that's, uh, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. A little girl. And her father were very, very, very much in love with each other. They just loved each other so, so much, and they, they shared their love in different ways. But there was one special thing they did every day to show how much they loved each other. When the little girl heard her dad coming in the driveway from coming home from work, she would run to the far end of a long hallway and uh, when her daddy came through that front door she would run as fast as she could run and he would drop whatever he had in his hands and she would jump into his arms and they'd hug and kiss and and she'd start talking all about her day and what, what she had learned and what she had experienced and he would share about his day as well and they did this every day every day when she heard that car coming in she ran to that far into the hallway and ready to run and jump into her daddy's, daddy's arms. It was just a special way that they shared their love with one another. Also, uh, when her daddy would sit in the living room in front of a, a fireplace at night and read, often she would go in and she would s- sit in his lap. And uh, such a secure place for a little girl, to sit in her daddy's lap and sometimes they didn't even talk. She just sat there and just uh, liked to feel the warmth of his presence and the security of his presence. Sometimes they talked, but uh, sometimes he would just keep reading. But uh, that was another way that they just enjoyed being together. Well, the little girl had um, uh, some cheap, past plastic, cheap plastic pearls, a cheap plastic pearl necklace. She loved that necklace. I mean, it was cheap, it was plastic, but she nonetheless really loved it. And uh, sometimes when she'd go to sit with her daddy in the living room at night, she'd have those necklaces on her neck, or sometimes she'd take them off and play with them, you know, just kind of throw them up in the air and catch them or whatever. And she just really loved those, those uh, pearl, those plastic pearl necklace. Well, they were sitting together one night, and um, all of a sudden, their daddy just stood up, just didn't say a thing, just stood up from his chair, and she, was, she stood up, of course, and, and he said, uh, uh, please give me your, your necklace. And uh, Really strange. What does daddy, why does daddy want my necklace? He, he's not so interested in my necklace. Why does he want my necklace? The little girl was thinking. Well, okay, she, she gave her father the, the plastic pearl necklace and he put it in, took it in his hand. He walked to the fireplace and he threw the necklace into the fire. And the little girl just ran over to the fireplace and she couldn't believe what her daddy just did. She got there just in time to see them melt away to nothing. What is this all about? the little girl was thinking. Why would Daddy do this? He knows I love those plastic pearls. I love that necklace. Why? Why did Daddy do this? And she looked up at him and she just she couldn't believe what he had done, and she just ran out of the room. She ran up to her bedroom and she just started crying. Just crying and crying, kept asking, Why why did he do that? Why would he Why would he take from me something I love so much and throw it in the fire? And she cried herself to sleep that night. Well, you know, the next afternoon, the next day, when uh, her father came pulling into the driveway to come in the front door, her little girl, his his little girl wasn't there. She She wasn't down that hallway, running down the hallway to jump in his arms, she, she, was, she was just not there. And uh, when he sat in the living room that night to do some reading in front of the fireplace, she was nowhere to be seen. She was nowhere to be seen. And for days, they just didn't want to, she didn't want to see him. She did not want to see her daddy, she was so angry. She was so upset, she just couldn't understand why he would do such a terrible thing as destroy her necklace. But then finally, quite a few nights later, she came kind of tiptoeing into the living room. And she walked up to her daddy sitting there in a chair and she said, Daddy, why did you do that? Why did you take from me something I love so much and destroy it? I, I don't understand, and I'm really angry, and I'm really sad. And why, why did you do that? Why did you do that? Well, Father reached on the table next to his chair. And there was this long box, velvety kind of feel to the outside of it. And he took the box and he handed it to her and said, "Here." Here's a very, very special gift from me to you. And she opened it up. It was a, a necklace of real pearls, real pearls inside that box. And she looked and she realized this was a real necklace. This was not plastic, this was a, a real thing. And she looked at the necklace and she looked at her daddy and then she just grabbed him and said, thank you daddy, thank you. Wow, this is, this is a wonderful gift. Thank you so much. And of course he said, he said, you know, it was here the night that I threw your plastic pearl necklace in the fire. It was here then for me to give to you. But you ran out of the room and you didn't want to see me. But it's my love to you to give you the real thing in place of that which is just artificial, just plastic, just not very valuable whatsoever in comparison. We read in Psalm 40, verse 3, God put a new song in my mouth, a song of praise to our God. Many will see and fear and put their trust in the Lord. Isaiah chapter 42, we read, See, the former things have come to pass, and new things I now declare. Before they spring forth, I tell you of them. Again in Isaiah chapter 43, I am about to do a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. In Lamentations... Chapter 3, we read, But this I call to mind, and therefore I have hope. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore I will hope in him. The Lord is good to those who wait for him. To the soul that seeks him, it is good that one should wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. In Ezekiel chapter 11, we read, I will give them one heart and put a new spirit within them. I will remove the heart of stone from their flesh and give them a heart of flesh so that they may follow my statutes and keep my ordinances and obey them, that they shall shall be my people and I will be their God. We read in Matthew chapter 9, Jesus says, No one sews a piece of unshrunk cloth on an old cloak, for the patch pulls away from the cloak, and a worse tear is made. Neither is new wine put into old wineskins, otherwise the skins burst, and the wine is spilled, and the skins are destroyed. But the new wine is put into fresh wineskins, and so both are preserved. In Galatians chapter 6, the Apostle Paul writes, May I never boast of anything except the cross of Jesus Christ, by which the world has been crucified to me and I to the world. For neither circumcision nor uncircumcision is anything, but a new creation is everything. As for those who will follow this rule, peace be upon you and mercy upon the Israel of God. And I'd like to share with you from Colossians chapter 3 beginning at verse 1 Paul speaks so passionately here to the Christians in Colossae so if you have been raised with Christ seek the things that are above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God set your minds on things that are above not on things that are on earth For you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, is revealed, then you also will be revealed with him in glory. Put to death, therefore, whatever in you is earthly, fornication, impurity, passion, evil desire, and greed, which is idolatry. On account of these things, the wrath of God is coming on those who are disobedient. These are the ways you also once followed when you were living that life. But now you must get rid of all such things, anger, wrath, malice, slander, and abusive language from your mouth. Do not lie to one another, seeing that you have stripped off the old self with its practices and have clothed yourselves with the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge according to the image of its creator. In that renewal, there is no longer Greek and Jew, circumcised and uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave and free. But Christ is all and in all. As God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience. Bear with one another, And if anyone has a complaint against you, forgive each other. Just as the Lord has forgiven you, so you also must forgive. Above all, clothe yourselves with love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in the one body, and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teach and admonish one another, In all wisdom and with gratitude in your hearts, sing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs to God. And whatever you do, in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Let's pray. Lord, help us each one not to settle for the cheap plastic pearls of the world of life there's so much out there that is just not worthy of us as your children move us to let go of those things that you know are not not from you that debase us before you and before others please help us loosen our grip on that which displeases you so that we may hold on to those things that enrich our lives and the lives of others. Help each of us grow in such extraordinary ways that the impact will be felt in our families, in our community, and indeed in our world. We pray that your kingdom may go forward in us and around us, all to your glory. Help us embrace and experience all of the new things the precious things, the things that make life valuable. Help us experience these things that you may be glorified and others may be blessed. In Jesus' name, amen.